Hello, everyone. I'm Cheryl Musial, and welcome to My Care Advisors. In this series, Mind Your Mental Health, this episode centers around reactions to caregiving. We're joined again by medical social worker Chuck Bongiovanni. Welcome back, Chuck. It's wonderful to speak with you again today, especially about this important topic. Thanks, Cheryl. It's great to be here. Well, Chuck, I've heard that caregiving can trigger a host of difficult emotions. Can you please share some normal emotions individuals may feel when they enter the role of caregiver? Yeah. You know, first one is probably uh, the one we see the most, which is denial about the situation and its effect on the person who's maybe diagnosed with dementia or Alzheimer's. You know, that thought in the back of their head, I know mom is going to get better. It's just a short period of time. You know, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. You know, and then someone maybe with with Alzheimer's or dementia that they're being a caregiver for, you know, anger at the person uh, and frustration that he or she can't do the things they used to be able to do. You know, uh, he knows how to get dressed. He's just being stubborn and those kind of self-talk, which is very, very common. And these aren't bad things. These are normal emotions that people are going to feel. Um, anxiety, you know, about the future and facing the next day, you know, what, what happens when mom needs more care than I can provide, you know, what happens when mom needs more care than I can afford, you know, or I don't have the time to be here. And there's, you know, there's sometimes there's, there's guilt, you know, I have my family to take care of too. And this is unfair, you know, or mom's taking a lot of the time against my family and that pressure of that sandwich generation, they call it, uh, can be, you know, can be very hard to deal with. Um, sometimes caregivers are going to feel depression, uh, may break their spirit a little bit and, and affects their ability to cope. You know, I just, I just, I just don't care anymore what happens. You know, we hear that a lot and, and we know that they still care. They're just, it's just frustration. And then that could lead to exhaustion, you know, makes it um, pretty impossible for them to get the daily tasks done that, that, that need to get done. Maybe, you know, time with the family suffers from that. Um, you know, once you're at the exhaustion, it doesn't make sense, but, you know, sleeplessness causes uh, can, can, be, can occur too um, due to the stress of having, you know, never ending concerns and, and things that uh, they're wondering about, you know, in the middle of the night, they're wondering his mom wandering outside of her house or, you know, what if she falls in the middle of the night and hurts herself? And that can lead to, uh, you know, irritability that could lead to moodiness and trigger negative response. Or I wish everyone could just leave me alone, you know? And again, these are natural and normal feelings to have when you're a caregiver and even la- you know, lack of concentration, uh, which makes it difficult to, uh, to perform normal things or, or I'm so busy, I forgot my appointment or I'm so busy, I forgot to take care of myself. And then sometimes when it gets really bad, you know, health problems can, uh, can take the toll on the caregiver because they're so worried about caring for someone else and they may not remember the last time that they felt good. But again, I want to stress, Cheryl, that these are normal, normal feelings for someone who's caring for a loved one. And they're not bad people for feeling them. They're actually better for feeling them because then they're coming to terms with exactly what's really going on in their life or their mother's or father's life. Oh, yeah, Chuck. Well, that is that is very reassuring. I can tell you from personal situations, it's it those all make sense from an emotional standpoint. And you mentioned a little bit about um, just the whole stress, the stressors of this. Can you dive a little bit deeper and explain what is actually caregiver stress? Yeah. Well, caring for a loved one, you know, the caregiver themselves can really be in danger of developing post-traumatic stress disorder uh, due to the psychological and physical stress of caregiving. 
um, also known as caregiver stress syndrome. Um, and, and you know, where that comes from is the problem is people don't always define themselves as a caregiver because in society, most people feel that a caregiver is someone who actually physically helps someone like get out of bed or, or transfer to a, to a commode or something. But what people don't realize is that a, a caregiver is anyone who helps a loved one perform any task that they can't complete on their own. So most people, I want to say as high as 90% of people, I'm just making that number up, but 90% of people, I think, if you ask them if they're their mom's caregiver, they'd say no, because they don't see themselves as someone who is physically there with mom every single moment of the day, like maybe, you know, a paid caregiver is. But in reality, they are a caregiver just like anyone else. That makes total sense. And when um, thinking that forward, what are some of those, a few tips and some of those tips that caregivers should really think through about managing caregiver stress? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, even from the very beginning, they need to know what community resources are out there available for not only them, but for mom or dad too, you know, and then once they know what they are, they need to get out and get help and find support and maybe even use some um, relaxation technique, you know, visualization, you know, um, thinking about a, a peaceful time and, and, and being calm and meditation, maybe, you know, dedicating 15 minutes a day to just let go and just, just be about them. You know, uh, I do that every morning. I my cup of coffee. No one bothers me for the first 15 minutes of the day, you know, breathing exercises, you know, slowing their breathing down and focusing on taking deep breaths when they're stressed and uh, maybe progressive muscle relaxation techniques also, which is like flexing each muscle group, you know, while you're kind of relaxing, get moving physical activity that helps with stress in any form. Uh, it can prove overall well-being too. Even, even 10 minutes a day uh, can help, you know, taking a walk or doing an activity you love, such as gardening or dancing. Just, just find the time to get away. Again, even if it's for 10 minutes and finding time for yourself. And that might even include, if you're really caring for mom, that might even include you know, respite care. What respite care is a short-term timeout, taking them to a friend's for an afternoon or just have your time separate away because you'll be a better caregiver, you know, once you feel good, you know, and you're also a better caregiver if you're an educated caregiver, you know, knowing what, if they have Alzheimer's or dementia, knowing what they, what that disease process is. Um, and, and, you know, overall just, taking care of yourself. You know, you have to go see the doctor too. You need to eat well, exercise, get plenty of rest, you know, making sure that you're healthy so you can be there for your mom or dad or be a better caregiver. Um, and then finally, I want to just really say to people who really forget sometimes is, you know, making the legal and financial plans that are needed to take care of mom or dad in the future, putting those plans together, you know, so you're not stressed you know, at some point in time when mom can't live alone anymore and you don't know, first of all, where any of the legal documents are, you don't know where the long-term care insurance policy is, you don't know where these things are, you need to get that done now before mom or dad get to a point where they can't assist you in getting that information. All of those things will, is a great way to um, deal with more of that caregiver stress that you may be feeling. Yeah, uh, Chuck, this is really, really great information. I, I, I love the whole... You know, what you've said, the whole mind, body, spirit, doing things to re really being proactive and taking care of oneself is, you know, are really some great takeaways. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, some respite services and 
you know, other local resources. Um, can you suggest any, any other resources that you think might be helpful to help manage this whole caregiver stress? Yeah, I'll start with one that's kind of like off the cuff and, and YouTube. YouTube has great videos on meditation and relaxation. And even if it's just sitting on your couch with some nice music in the background and closing your eyes for a little bit, that's really important. Um, again, support groups um, locally. I, I personally wouldn't know everyone, everyone who's listening to this, what their local uh, support groups are, but I, I would recommend they reach out to their, their local care patrol um, advisor to find some of those local support groups and local resources that can help mom or dad and themselves, of course. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Chuck, thank you for joining us today and really kind of starting to think through the whole reactions to caregiving. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate it. Listeners, to view resources, show notes, and access more My Care Advisors episodes, visit mycareadvisors.com. You can also subscribe and listen to our podcast on your favorite app. I leave you with this quote from David Allen. You can do anything, but not everything. Choose to be inspired to live the best life every day. Thank you for listening. We are grateful to be your guide.